This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! <laughs> Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 258, and tonight, well, we were supposed to be taking a look at Undocumented with the Friday the 13th boys, but life has thrown me a monkey wrench. So instead, we're going to be taking a look at another episode of Classic old-time radio, but this time it's from a series that came as late as the 1980s. It's a Canadian series called Nightfall, and this episode's going to deal with the most terrifying thing known to man, doing laundry. In an episode called The All-Nighter. What does that mean? Well, you're going to find out. So, before we go any further, let's just take a moment to talk about what's been going on at Scream Queen's headquarters for the past few weeks. Things have been a mess. A big old mess. My migraines have started again, and when the migraines start, depression comes hot on its heels, and it has been a really unpleasant place to be. Now, I recorded a session with the Friday the 13th boys on the movie Undocumented, and it's not quite where it needs to be, where, or I should say where I would like it to be. So it needs a bit more tinkering. It might need another a bit of re-record, but it was not ready for air yet. And it's not my fault. It's not the boy's fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's just this happens sometimes. You know, you don't know how much tinkering goes on behind the scenes. And this time I just ran out of time, mostly because my brain chemistry said, let's have migraines instead of doing work. And so here we are. So... If you're really interested, I'll get into what's going on after the show. But for now, kick back, relax, or don't. Because if you're in the laundry, be sure to fluff before you fold because things are going to get really weird. Because look at the time. It's nightfall. In the dream, you are falling. Lost. In the listening distance, as dark locks in. <laughs> Nightfall. Good evening. Cleanliness, they say, is next to godliness, and logic carried to its own logical conclusion can result in madness. I wonder how the clean ultimately conclude. The play by Graham Pomeroy is called All Nighter. Quickson Laundromat, Cheryl here. Oh, hi, Marco. Hey, did you get the job? Oh. Well, what do you expect? I mean, that whole place is one big clique. 
Why did Max send you there in the first place? You know, when my agent tries to shove me off on that kind of cattle call, yeah, I just tell him to shove it, you know? Hey, by the way, uh, are you going to try out for that new dinner theater? Me? Uh oh. I think I got trouble. The Lady Macbeth of Market Street is at it again. Yes. Yeah, I gotta go now. Hey, look, and tell Max to get off his ass and get you on that audition list. Bye now. No. I, I thought you were supposed to keep these machines clean. Just look at these clothes. Mrs. Torrance, this is the cleanest laundromat in town. I. Oh my God, how'd you do this? How did I? Look, you've left a, a crayon or a colored pen in the load. This came clean out of the washer. Whatever it is came from the dryer. And it's not ink or dye. Yeah. I guess you're right, Mrs. Torrance. It's not ink or anything like that. Well, then, what on earth is it? I can't understand, but I think it's blood. Good morning. Oh, Mr. Uh, Good morning. Burns. Have a nice day oh, now. Mr. Burns. See you later. Can you come in here for a minute? Sure. How can I help you? But Mr. Uh, can I ask you one thing? Are you a mister or an officer? Well, if I was giving you a ticket, ma'am, it'd be Officer Burns, but on the beat, I'm Charlie. Oh. And who are you when you're not Ms. Laundromat? <laughs> well, I'm Cheryl. Anytime. Uh, Cheryl. Charlie. What can I do for you, Cheryl? Well, look, I, I guess it's really nothing, you know, but there was something kind of weird happened here yesterday, first thing in the morning. Yeah? yeah? Well, one of our customers brought me her laundry. It was right out of the dryer, but it had these kind of weird stains on it, you know? Stains? Yeah, they were red, real bright, but it wasn't dye or ink. They were... I promise you won't laugh. Cross my heart. They were blood. I know they were, really. Um, uh, Charlie? Hmm? Yeah. I don't want to be a pain, but would you not do that? I mean, uh, tapping your nightstick. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a habit. Have you still got the stained clothes? Well, no. No, Mrs. Uh, Torrance, the, the lady who's close they were, she was... Whew, she was mad. I'm not kidding. Really mad. She just stormed out of here with the stuff, and she swore she'd never come back. And you don't have her address? What? No, no, no. She's just a, a customer. Well, so... She cut herself on the dryer or something. Oh, no. I mean, there was blood all over the clothes. I mean, none on her hands, none. They were as clean as yours or mine. You checked the machine she used? Well, after she'd gone, I... Yeah. And? Well, there was something that wasn't much. No red. It was kind of brown. Well, I guess the heat dried it on the metal, you know? But it was red on the clothes. And, of course, you scrubbed the whole dryer right away. Oh, sure I did. And go on another house with the next guy I used it? Oh. Oh, I see. You mean I, I didn't leave, uh, yeah. Cheryl, listen, I believe you, but... Don't you see that even if it was blood, there were a dozen ways, accidents, innocent ways, that it could have gotten there? 
stage blood. I beg your pardon? Oh, I... I, I, I don't just do this for a living. I'm, I'm an actress. Oh, really? Well, it's hard getting started, you know. I'm just working here till the... The big break. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a hell of a long time coming. You better believe it. I believe it. You know how long it takes a cop on the beat to make detective? <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess things are tough all around. Sure, but not so tough you want to whip it up, right? Stage blood. Cheryl, you know something? What? Sometimes ketchup is is just ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. enough trouble. You mean to tell me your machines are bleeding or something? Margot, it was only one machine. It was nearly a week ago. Uh, Hasn't been any trouble since. Really freaked me out of the time, though. Look, I've decided I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, okay? Okay, but look, I do my laundry here, too, you know. That's my load over there in the dryer. Whatever happens again, I can't go to my next audition looking like I just had a date with Dracula. <laughs> Margo, put a sock in it, will you? You know how much I need this job. If my customers hear my friends yapping about bloodstains, what do you think? Listen, career girl, at the hours I do my laundry, you don't even have bats for customers. Shut up, will you? There's somebody now. Oh, no. You know what? Do I? He's here all the time. Give me the willies. Good morning, Miss Lesby. That was wrong. You do have a bat. I hope I'm not disturbing you this early. <laughs> but I see there's a earlier bird than me. Lots of empty machines, Mr. Stone. Just take your pick. Oh, my, yes, yes, yes. And they'll all be clean first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's so important, don't you think, to have things perfectly clean? Yep, there's my drawing done. You can have my machine, Mr. Stone. I'm very hygienic. Oh, dear me, no. I'm sure it's very kind of you, but I... She's teasing you, Mr. Stone. Take a fresh one. Be my guest. (laughs) I think I have the correct change. But I'd better be sure. One moment, please. Oh, dear. It's okay, Mr. Stone. I, I can change almost anything. Just sure. Yeah? Come here a minute, will you? Now what? I'll be with you in a second, Mr. Stone. Oh, please don't trouble about me. Marco, what the hell is it? What? Why have you dumped your clothes on the floor? Look. Look at my jeans. What? What's that stuck on them? Oh, God. What do you think it is? I don't know. Yes, you do. Skin. Can't be. It's human skin. Marco, come on. Look, it's some kids playing games. They did it with the blood, and now this. Well, if it is, you've got some pretty vicious kids around here. You better get the police. Like hell, I will. I'm going to get those little bastards myself. You know, they come in here at night, and they do stuff like this. I'm going to watch this place tonight, and when I catch them, 
You just wait and see what I do to them. You with me? If you're seriously going to do it, you just watch me. I guess you shouldn't be alone. Okay, you get your laundry off the floor. Don't, don't lose that whatever it is. I'll take care of old Mr. Stone. Okay. I'm sorry, Mr. Stone. Little problem with Marco? Yeah? Did you hear the door? No. Why? Mr. Stone, he's... He's gone. Watching your damn laundromat over there just so you can catch some kids. Come on, just be grateful there's someplace to sit down and have coffee and still watch the place. God, I hate fluorescent lights. It hurts your eyes even from here. It's white and white. You know, a laundromat would make a really great tomb. Marco, you're too much. Why the hell don't you just turn off those lights, walk up at night, and spare yourself a headache? Company policy. Insomniac's money is as good as anybody else's. Never pass up a quarter. Cheryl. What is it? Over there. Something moved. Where? To the right. Where? By the dryer wall. There's something behind the machines. Just over the top. Ah, kids. Little kids. Or somebody crouching. Let's go. I saw it. 
She was pretty good. Well, maybe that's why I didn't like her. Guess that makes me a real bitch, huh? No, oh, come on. You're exhausted. We both are. Thank God for Charlie Burns. He seems really nice. Nice? I'm the sweetest pavement pounder you'll ever meet. <sighs> Cheryl, yours was black with sugar. Thanks, Charlie. Margot sugar double cream, right? Thanks. Thanks, Charlie. You're welcome. You know, you've been really great. And you should see me deliver babies. Well, thanks for trying, Charlie. I guess we're a pretty poor audience right now. Was it bad? With the detectives, I mean. Well, they did their job. They were polite enough, I guess. I think we expected to be really grilled, you know? Guess life isn't really like Kojak after all. Darn right it isn't. Do you two realize that the murderer must have still been in the building when you ran in with that washing machine going? Now, he might have been 20 feet away from you. The window in the back room. We don't see how else he could oh. have done it. He must have dragged her in unconscious through the window. Unconscious? There was water and buddy foam in the lungs. She died in the machine. Oh, Charlie, for God's sake. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but don't you see what I'm trying to tell you? This murderer is a psychopath. Now, the detectives are sure of it. Do you know what happens when amateurs like you start playing hunt the killer with a crazy man? He, the both of you could have been killed. How, how do they know so much about him? Well, there are patterns in these things. I I don't want to tell you this, but I, I guess I have to for your own protection. That girl wasn't the first actress to vanish. You mean... The blood, the first time. The blood I made fun of, yes, and and maybe almost certainly the skin fragment you found, Margot. We think usually when he's done with his victims, he disposes of them somewhere else. Now, this time, you interrupted him before he could finish, so we found the corpse. Why? Why is he doing this with the machines? The police psychiatrist thinks he's washing them. Oh, can't that. I do. Now, you're in the theater. You must have heard of Jack the Ripper. But, but they were whores. Margot, Cheryl, I don't know how to say this gently enough. Look, don't you understand? You must seem that way to him. Oh. I don't know why it could be any, any one of a thousand things. Maybe a terrible childhood or neurotic parents, religious fanatics themselves. Or even a wrenching experience with some actress. Well, look, you've got to understand. Look at me. Charlie, please. Look at me, both of you. And for him, you're the enemy. For whatever reason, he will kill you if he can. And, and wash us. And wash you. So, no... Trying to trap him. No more amateur stakeouts at the laundromat. I'll leave him to us. You said it yourself, Kojak had it all wrong. Well, are you so sure you'll get it right? No. Psychopaths are the hardest of all criminals to catch. Motives are all upside down, behavior arbitrary. And the worst thing is, most of them seem just like everybody else. Except maybe some... Repeated mannerism, they take a little too far. We got one guy because he was a compulsive gum chewer and couldn't stop. 
Now, look, what I'm saying, Cheryl, is I'll, I'll check on you in early morning and evening when there aren't many customers around. But whatever you do, that's both of you. Don't go out at night. jump like that, but it isn't very often you beat me to work. Uh, My God, get a load of that noise. What have you done to the machine? Why, nothing at all, Miss Leslie. I've not yet had the opportunity to uh, activate uh, one of them. I have just arrived myself this minute. I beg your pardon? That machine was uh, going uh, when I came in. That's not mine. Well, then, whose is it? Wait, I have no idea. Mr. Stone, this is going to sound crazy, but would you do something for me? Why, of course, Miss Leslie. You have always been most obliging. When I come here, I would be pleased to receive... Would you please go and open that dryer and tell me what's inside? Why, of course, Miss Leslie, if you you really wish me to... I suppose the question of personal privacy does not arise in a laundromat, so but I must say it's easy. Just open it, please. Oh. Oh, Miss Leslie. Oh, no, Miss Leslie. Somebody dead in there, isn't there? I'm afraid it's worse than that. What did you say? I'm awfully sorry about this, Miss Leslie. It's, uh, it's your friend. I believe her name is... Not... Was... Uh, Margot. And this isn't the first one, is it? No. No, it... It isn't. Miss Leslie. Miss show since it opened, remember? Yeah, I remember. Cheryl, some of the women we see around here, they, they've had a really tough time. They get so hard you could bounce bullets off them. Cheryl, whatever happens, don't let that happen to you, please. Why, sure, Mr. Wayne. Your little gal will just rock on the porch while you hunt the baddies in them there hills. But, officer, sir, I am getting mighty short of friends. Cheryl, we'll get him. I swear it. I don't think so. 
not you. Now, you're not going to try yourself. I warned you. You warned Margot, too, officer. And where is she now? Upstairs, an autopsy being taken apart like a watch. Shh, now, look, we're, we're closing the net, I tell you. We've got a list of suspects. As long as your arm. I know. And where's it getting you? There's, um, Mr. Stone. Perfect manners. Nobody home upstairs. And you let him loose an hour ago. Three people saw him enter the laundromat a minute ahead of you. Margot been in for hours. Be reasonable. Reasonable? When I may be next? So you're going to walk right into his turf. In the night. His own time. Look, it's my turf, God damn it. It was my friend, it's my life, and it's my job. Right. My career is not going that well, Charlie. One more corpse and nobody will go near that place. Quick spin laundromat shrouds while you wait. I'm the manager. I've got the key, and I'll go there when I bloody well like. And I can't stop you. Try it. Besides, they wouldn't let you stop me. What do you mean? Suppose I don't know that I'm a suspect, too? Okay, you're trying to protect me. Well, don't. It's motive and opportunity you look for, isn't it? Boy, if I got opportunity, I'd practically live in the place. You've got a tail on me, just the way you have on stone, right? there at night if you insist. If if you were smart enough to spot the tail, you can guess we have the whole area staked out. You should be all right, but... Yeah? Lock the door at night. Never mind what the owners say. I'll check every half hour on my beat. We've got the back window covered, but be careful. Tonight? If you want. Charlie? You're on. Four o'clock. Come on, Charlie. to be Charlie. Give that nightstick. Coming. Hi. Hi. Is, uh, is everything okay? Quiet as a tomb. Oh. I forgot that's Margot's line. Well, come on, don't you stand there. Come in. Oh, thanks. You look bored, lady. I don't blame you. Not even our friend could get through that stakeout we've got around here. Well, you did. Oh, well, sure. I'm on the payroll. No, look, I, I'm serious. I've, I've had a lot of time to think tonight. Oh, not again. Oh, shut up. Look, you said I was smart enough to see through being tailed, right? Right. Now, tell me something. How long has this place been staked out? Surrounded by plainclothes cops? Since the first murder? What do you want to know? Since the first. That's two weeks ago. And the murderer got through that ring to leave Margot's body. Now, how? Well, the back window. Well, you said it was watched. Well, things can go wrong. Don't you see? 
See what? Anybody's daily routine can be discovered if you concentrate on it. When the detectives check, I mean check, everybody on the stakeout, there'll be a gap. Somewhere where there shouldn't be. Oh, come on. Now, Cheryl, you've been watching too much TV. Don't you understand? He was one of the watchers. The murderer was a policeman. A policeman? Now, that's where you have to start looking. And once you start, you'll pull it apart. Any cover he has, he... Why did you stop? A word. Flashed in my mind, you know, it's gone. Got the word. The word is compulsive. Huh? You told me they caught a psychopath because he always chewed gum. That's right. What do you mean? It's like you. You're always tapping with that nightstick. Cheryl, I'm. I'm so sorry. I really cared for you. I know. Really? The detectives are very close. You'd never even get to the window. I'm very quick, you know. They train you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Sweet, Cheryl. Oh, oh, please, don't worry. You're going to be... so... And that, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, is why I never, ever, ever do laundry. Wear it once and just throw it out the window. Better than that than attract serial killers. Am I correct? Of course I'm correct. Okay, so what's been going on that's got Patrick so depressed? Well, it's it's a lot of stuff at once. Okay. The big thing is... Uh, I, I'm trying to make things better for the show, and everything keeps backfiring. Like, for instance... I have been working forever to try to get this plugin to work for WordPress that links Patreon to WordPress so that those of you who are not a patron 
have the opportunity to buy individual episodes that I put out that are exclusive episodes for Patreon. Uh, for Patreon, you can buy that episode for like two or three dollars, depending. And it would all happen on one side, and everything's supposed to link up beautifully, and I can't get it to work. And I thought, after hours and hours and hours of this week, of sweating over it and going over minutia and going over tutorial after tutorial, that it was set up perfectly. Everything seemed to be working, except the text stuff on the, word, on, on the, on the blog was locked, as it should be. But the episode wasn't. The episode still went out to the feed. So after uh, countless hours, it was all for nothing. So some of you got the episode for free. I pulled it down right away. And if you got it for free, if you would consider a donation to the show, that would be cool. Because you shouldn't have that if you're not a patron. But (laughs) that was enough to put me in a tailspin because there's been a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. A lot of things happening all at once. And most of them are good and I can't get any of them to work, and it's frustrating. And that's what broke me this week. So I do have some voicemail in the can. I'm going to save it for next time because I'm just exhausted. Even now, like Hindenburg, that great program I have, that the, this, this new audio program, all of a sudden isn't working right. I don't know what happened. Now, everything I record comes out like I recorded it at this teeny tiny, like minuscule mouse level, and I have to run it through another program to get it back up to snuff and then it's just 25 extra steps all of a sudden that I don't need to be taking and I don't know why I'm taking them I don't know what happened to mess up my settings and I don't know who to ask because nobody else I know uses this software and it's frustrating but these are the joys and perils of being a podcaster especially doing it for as long as I have been and here we are and also let's just say I'm trying to get things underway with the uh Getting stuff ready for the countdown to Halloween marathon. If you want to be involved in that, I'm going to be doing a Skype, not a Skype talk, but you know, a talk on Zoom this week, just with the people who have volunteered so far, just to get an idea of what I have in mind and how people can help out. If you want to be involved with that, please send me a note at crew at screamqueens.com. Put Potathon as the subject matter, uh, subject line, and it'll make sure you're there on that call so you can find out what I have in store. So this is a monumental task in front of me, and I can't get basic tasks in front of me done right now. And so that's what's frustrating. That's very frustrating. And also over on Patreon, I'm about to launch another podcast over there, that whole Friday the 13th, the series podcast. And I'm thinking, if you can't handle what you have now, why are you taking on this other stuff? Because I believe in my heart of hearts that all this stuff will fix itself at some point. I will get the golden goose that I need to make this tech stuff go away and well we can all dream can we so hey if you want to get in touch with the show you know what to do you can either give me a call at 917-720-2047 leave a voicemail you can write me like I just said at crew at screamqueens.com and as always that's queens with a C you can find me on Facebook by doing a search on scream queens where hard gets gay I'm on Twitter at scream queens I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens podcast, and if you are a super, super Screamer fan, if you are an ultra, super duper fan, if you can't get enough of the show, you will go over to www.patreon.com slash Scream Queens, and you can join the fun over there, and you will get, for instance, you will get the super duper episode that I just accidentally put out for free by mistake, but put it right down again, which is going to be talking about the two major blockbusters that are out right now, the the Pet Cemetery remake and Us. And also, when you become a screamer, you get a peek inside my super secret cinema, 
What does that mean? Let's just say, hey, I'm talking about the big screen movie things. If I tell you, hey, this movie that's out on the screen right now sucks and you really had your heart on it, heart set on seeing it, I give you a movie that you can watch instead. Something that I'm never going to talk about on this show. It's just for the patrons. So they get a whole insight into my life that people here aren't going to get. And I hope that they've been enjoying them. And if that's the kind of thing you're into, come over, join the fun. Believe me, we're having a good time over there, even if I'm having a nervous breakdown on a daily basis lately. But, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know what you got to do? You got to listen to your own rules, Patrick. You have got to remember, like I tell you every week, continue to make the world a creepier place. Check. I've done that. And never, ever, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final real baby. I'll see you next time. I'm going to be here for the Easter episode with Joe Borelli and our friend who put out that Don't Get Stabbed game. And we're going to be talking about Easter Bunny Kill Kill. It's going to be tons of fun. And it's going to happen because Patrick's thinking positively because it's the final real bitches. And I'm going to be left standing. Word. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs> Ew.